0: We just thank you for this wonderful day that you've made. Father, we come before your presence with gladness in our hearts, Lord. With thanksgiving, we rejoice before you this morning, Father God. And we just continue to praise you. We continue to thank you for what you did for us. For sending your son to come into this world and make a change. And make a huge change that we can live for. Today, Lord, Father, we just thank you for this wonderful, wonderful day, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. Let's um, let's go over our vision. We are a strong, growing community of faith-filled believers who live aligned to the Word of God, and we make an eternal impact in the lives of others. Amen. Thank you Thank you who
1: are we that a
0: promise comes
1: my way. When I feel your hands of grace rest upon me. Staying desperate for you, God. Staying humble at your feet. I will lift these hands of praise. I will
2: A good time to just reflect and to just give him praise and honor and worship that he deserves amen glory to God father we just love you we honor you we direct our attention to you we direct our praise and our worship to you you have our hearts this morning you have our minds this morning Have all of us this morning. Hallelujah. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. Oh, we worship you. We worship you. We thank you that the Divine One came to this earth. We'll forever be grateful. Just because the 25th has passed, we're still grateful and we'll forever be grateful for you, Jesus. We'll forever be grateful for the work that you started in us. And we know that you won't stop until it's complete. And so we thank you. We surrender to you. Come on, just tell him. I surrender to you right now. I surrender my heart. You know, a lot of us have done that. We've surrendered our hearts. Jesus, come into my heart. And But maybe we need to surrender some other things. Uh, surrender our bodies, our will, our mind, our emotions to him. So this morning, tell him, I surrender all to you. I surrender all, all of me to you, my mind my choices, my words, my actions. I surrender all to you, Jesus. You don't just have my heart, but you have every part of me. I surrender all to you, Jesus. Have your way in my life. Have your way in my words. Have your way in the things I type. Have your way in the things I think, in the things that I do. Have your way. I thank you, Lord. Give you glory and honor and praise this morning. We're so grateful to you, and we acknowledge your presence in this place. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being here this morning. We love you, and we appreciate you. Thank you for showing us the Father and Jesus more clearly. Thank you for revealing him to us. The things that we need to know about him today at this very moment. Thank you for showing us those things. For opening our eyes. For being here in our midst today. We know you're here. We sense your presence. We thank you father we give all honor and glory to you in jesus name in jesus name hallelujah glory to god glory to god now share his love with someone else today why don't you turn to someone on your left find someone across the aisle share the love of jesus with someone this morning glory to god Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, lads. (laughs) Today is our Lit Youth Impact Sunday, so we've got some... Usher's in training. Amen. Glory to God. I love to see young people serving God. Amen. We're going to hear from one this morning. Uh, She's going to be joining the team shortly uh, after the offering. So I'm grateful to God for using young people. Amen. There's many young people in the word of God that were used for his glory. And so uh, we thank God for that. You want to come, Mr. Eric? Thank you, team. You can stay put just for a few minutes.
3: Good morning, everyone. I trust we had all had a good Christmas, I hope who got to give yesterday, who got to receive yesterday, (laughs) we love that too, a good giver is a good receiver, amen, so for some reason, I was trying to put the one scripture I'm going to talk about today up on the screens, and it wasn't going into the computer, so he had it up, but Chronicles would not come up, so, (laughs) that's what I was thinking, but it's not the first, yes. That's actually Second Chronicles, yep, number two. Anyway, I just wanna, um, it's the last service of the year, so I just wanna thank all of you who serve the Usher team, security team, sound and media, the unsung heroes in this church. I really enjoy serving alongside you, but you show up week in and week out, unless work gets in the way, but you show up week in and week out and you strive for excellence, and that's what we try to do in this church. And I'm very thankful for that, because without you guys, we don't have service. So you're very much appreciated. Now sometimes, you know, we see the ushers, but they can be like the wind, they're in and they're out, they're in front of you, then they're gone, they can be forgotten about, and of course the media and sound team back there in the corner, and unless we have feedback like we did this morning on the stage, or (laughs) the words are messed up on the screens, no one's looking back there, so we thank you guys so much. One of the things, I was not going to share it, because there wasn't many youngsters up here, but we, we got a handful, and I want to talk about, you know, when you pray and you want to receive something, you need patience, and sometimes as a youth, you're like, well, a lot of times adults are telling you no, you hear no a lot in many things, can I go do this, no, can I do that, no, what about this, nope, and then it's like, well, why would God hear my prayer? as a youth, as a teenager, or a junior high schooler, or even in elementary school, when adults are telling me no, my father, my mother, whoever's a parent in your life is telling you no, it's going to be hard to try to believe in God saying yes. But it says it in the scripture, and the scripture doesn't lie, because it's a covenant with God, and it's between you and God. And sometimes, with what I'm going to say, it's like, be careful what you wish for, what you pray for, because it will happen. Now, when I was in junior high, I remember it was, I think it was in early January, the news was on, and and President Bush at the time, the first President Bush, said we were going to invade Iraq. So, I think I was in sixth grade, 12 years old, and I was, like, hurt, you know, because they had the lead-up Desert Shield, it was called, first, right? And so, we had all our troops getting stationed in Kuwait. And I'm watching them every night on the news and they're doing their training in the desert and everything and it seems so far away. And there's nothing I could do about it. I'm just in school. I'm a kid. So when Bush came on and he said that we were invading it, um, we were going to go into Kuwait and get Saddam Hussein out of Kuwait and throw him back, in, into it, drive him back to his own country, I went in, into the bed and I cried. I said, Lord... Please let me do something to help these troops. I just, I really want to be there, you know, and I don't know why, but I still remember, like it was last night and I was praying to God about it. And even my mom came in the room and she was like, you know, just pray for their safety. And I was like, Lord, you got to let me do something. I really want to help the troops. I want to help the people that are oppressed by other nations. And so about 13 years later, he sent me to Iraq. (laughs) 13 years, he answered my prayer. But he knew in my heart, and it just so happened, the circumstances. He knows our plan before we know it, right? So those steps were already ordered. That Jeremiah 2911, it keeps coming back to me. And so when I was overseas, yes, there were some scary moments, but I knew that was where I was supposed to be and that God would protect me. But the main point of the story is just because you don't see your prayer answered within a couple hours, couple days, couple months, it took me 13 years for him to answer that prayer. And I'm so thankful for it because it helped make me who I am today. And it it, uh, it definitely strengthened my faith in God from because of his protection. So youth, I don't know, you're praying for a new bike or a car if you're not old enough. Stop praying for it now. Thank him for it. it. And it's going to come to pass because he wants what you desire in your own hearts. Amen? Amen. All right. So that's one quick story for today. Let me find out where I'm at. Different ways to give online. Text. You can uh, go on the website. The scripture I want to talk about real quick. Is Chronicles thirty one twelve? You can pass out the envelopes, please. Thanks, guys. And it's a real it's a real quick one. It says the people faithfully brought all the tithes and gifts to the temple. You guys bring your get your tithings, but it's not just about the money. Amen. All your con- contributions are important. You know whether you're serving on a team, or you help decorate this building, take care of the landscaping outside. How about when you show up and you just encourage somebody? That's doing something for the Lord. And so he sees all that. It's Not just about how much money you're giving out of your wallet or how how much money you're sending online. It's about your heart. Amen? So it is Youth Serve Sunday. So we have some guys in training I see all gentlemen back there, so. But we have them training in the sound, and the media. We have them training in in the ushering right now. Um, Anything else we have? them? Oh, we have someone that's going to be singing on stage this morning. But they're all in training, and we will strive for excellence. But we want to build you guys up, because it's a good thing that you're raising your hand and saying, you know what, I want to help out in this church. Because when you transition from the youth Sorry, Mike, I'm not trying to speed them up and get them out of your class, but when you transition from being in the youth to being up here with the adults, you're already gonna have some friends, amen? We're brothers and sisters already, but I know how you teenagers can get. You wanna just be off on your own, get away from, you know, maybe be a little rebellious, do your own thing, but we're here for you if you need anything, and we're here to serve alongside you. So I I already read the scripture. We can all stand up. Yeah, I just wanted to read the first part. (laughs) So we'll read this together. It's the last service of the year. So just reflect on your giving and your receiving. And just think about how many times you gave and you sowed a seed and prayed on that seed and believed that it would come to pass and that it did. Now, if it didn't, like I just said in that story, it could take a little bit, but don't give up on it. Right. Yep. Just use your faith. Amen. All right. Because we are tithers, the windows of heaven are open. The blessing is being poured out. Because we are sowers, we are furnishing abundance for every good work. We receive jobs, or better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales, and commissions, settlements, estates, and inheritances, interests and incomes, rebates and returns. We receive checks in the mail, supernatural wealth transfer, bills paid off, debts demolished, royalties received, and properties acquired. We are getting our buildings, lands, houses, vehicles, and equipment. God is bringing into our hands great big seed, and we are moving forward in faith in every area of our lives. We command our harvest to come. Harvest, come to us now. Harvesting angels, go get it and bring it to us right now. In Jesus' name, amen. And you can bring your tithes and offerings. I got one thing I want to say about my granddaughter. She, this was a Christmas gift. She gave me a card that she made on her own and this dollar. Now, a lot of times we talk about this, we've mentioned it. Everything she says seems to come to pass, come, come to pass. So I don't know what she's believing in her heart next besides coming over our house later on, but I'm gonna sow this and pray for her that she receives whatever she needs this upcoming year. Amen?
2: Our little prophetess. Anytime she says, I'm coming over later, we're like, no, your mom's not working and this and that. Knock, 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 here comes Nina. (laughs) She was crying, she wanted to come. Glory to God. Ah, thank you, brother. Father, we just thank you for this opportunity to sow. We thank you that your word says that when we sow, that you see the seed that we sow. And we never give up on the seed that we sow because we know there's a harvest in that seed. And so we call our harvest to come right now in Jesus' name. Every need met according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. amen thank you sir glory to god all right okay so we have a little treat for you this morning you can go ahead up glory to god we have a young lady who's in lit youth her name is jasmine and so she's going to be joining the team this morning and singing a, a song for us this morning so welcome her as she comes Thank you. This is the first of many, we hope. Amen. Thank you, Miss Jasmine. God bless you. Hallelujah. We hope to hear that voice for uh, many more times. Amen. Thank you, team. This bless you. Thank you for Friday night. God bless you. (laughs) We appreciate it. They did a lot of um, songs on Friday. That was a a whole little concert. Thank you, Mr. Arthur and Mr. Kev, our musicians. Glory to God. We're grateful. We're very grateful. And we're just believing for some more musicians. Amen. Uh, The more musicians you have, the more pressure it takes off of the musicians you do have. Because uh, they have to carry the load. Uh, The more musicians in an orchestra, everyone has their part, and it makes it much easier. And so we're believing for more uh, musicians. We're grateful uh, for uh, Kev and Arthur holding it down for us on a weekly basis. (laughs) Uh, And so we just thank God for uh, music. I love music. Music is a big part of my life, has always been. And... uh, I know that we know where music originated, right? Mm. And so we know that the devil would would love to use uh, music uh, for his tool, as as a tool, and he does. Uh, But good music, there's healing in good music. There's healing. There's healing. Hallelujah. Well, thank you, teens that are serving today, Lit Youth. Uh, I know there's some things happening uh, with the teens uh january the 8th i believe january the 8th they have a pizza night they'll be here uh you can find out from uh mike it's like pasta you know these kids uh, mike will tell me yeah we asked them you know what they like they like 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 gourmet stuff i'm like what are you parents doing with your kids <laughs> they don't like before it was like oh rolls and butter you know whatever you know now it's like yeah we want like Pasta, primavera, you know, <laughs> shrimp, scampi, you know. But uh, gourmet donuts, no. But uh, I, that, but that's what they want. And so uh, they're going to have a good time here. I know they just bought a foosball table. Uh, there's some games, and they're going to have a good time. And so we look forward uh, to seeing the things that they're going to be doing in this next year. I know Mike has uh, lots of great ideas and lots of plans for fun and also... To learn and grow and develop spiritually. And so that's so important in this time that we're living in. Amen. Amen. So parents, any time that there is something for your teens, I just encourage you to make them available to that. So that means, okay, a sacrifice to drive them. Guess what? That's what we do. I know an individual whose child is in hockey, and that mama is driving her child everywhere. Like everywhere. Like, I'm like, oh, they're like two states away there, and, and because that's important to them. And so, if uh, God and our spiritual growth is important, we'll do the same. Make it available. Uh, make yourself available. Drive them. Whatever you need to do to get them there, make it a priority uh, to, to get them there. Those who drive yourself, make it a priority to be here. And I know that uh, you will be blessed. Today is the start of the last week of 2021. I pray that you all had a wonderful Christmas yesterday. Did everybody get what they wanted? <laughs> Some had in more. <laughs> And so, uh, yeah, it was Christmas. It was a time to celebrate the birth of Jesus. And it's also a time where we use it in the United States, uh, in other countries as well, to just get together, to just come together. And I know it's been a little strange. The last couple of years, not the same. Yesterday was uh, different for us because I did not see my parents talk to them on the phone. They're quarantining until the 28th. And so dad's doing well. Mom's doing well health-wise. They're good. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, uh, But he's ready to get out of the house. (laughs) So when he sees you, it's going to be like he hasn't seen you for three years. Just know that because uh, you know how he is when you see him. If you saw him Friday, he would greet you on Sunday like he hasn't seen you since last year. (laughs) Well, wait, wait till you see him. Get ready for your greeting because he's ready to get out of the house. I mean, how many times can you check the mail? (laughs) <laughs> and that's as far as he's going and even that he's being watched <laughs> so uh just he i thank god for his uh healing uh power i mean i just exhilarated in their lives and so we thank god for that so it was different this year but uh we know that uh it's a time that we typically get together so this last uh week of 2021 This is a great time of year, like Mr. Eric said, to reflect on the year and also set your intention and expectation for next year. I don't know about you, but I want to finish 2021 strong, and I want to start 2022 even stronger. You know, all's well that begins well. Well, I want to finish this year strong, not weak in faith, but strong in faith so I can go into 2022 even stronger in faith. Amen? So reflection is taking the time to pause and let the life lessons, highlights, and experiences catch up to you. Reflection always requires you to ask the right questions of yourself. So I'm going to quickly give you some questions that you can ask. Now, if so, you don't have to write them all down. If some jump out at you and you go, oh, I should probably answer that question, just write that down. Or you can go back and listen to this message uh, on you know, any of our uh, social media platforms or on YouTube or on um, our, our uh, website. But every time you reflect, you learn more about yourself. Uh, Now, answering these questions requires sitting down to pause and think. And the more you do this, the easier it gets to recall experiences. This is a great exercise to keep your mind sharp as well. If we don't stimulate this brain, it's a muscle. If we don't stimulate or use our brains, we lose the ability to think eventually. It's just like your muscles. You don't use them, you just lay in bed and you keep your hands down. After a while, you have to go into rehab, rehabilitation, to get your muscles to work again, to get your body to work again. Well, if we don't use our mind to recall things, that's why memorizing scripture is a wonderful way to keep your mind sharp. Because the older, as you get older, you know, there are things that you get challenged by. And so an exercise like this will even help with that. Some find this exercise of reflection very difficult, I'll be honest, some do, but I can tell you there is great reward in taking the time to do this. And if you don't reflect, you're missing out on growth. Uh, And you'll often find yourself making the same mistake over and over again because you never learn, because you don't know why you made that mistake, because you didn't reflect. And so reflection will also help you get quiet. And as a child of God, a follower of Jesus, we have the Holy Spirit filled with the Holy Spirit. You can sit, ask these questions, and let him help and direct you to the answer. That's what he'll do. He'll direct you to the answer. The precious Holy Spirit will help you if you'll let him. So here's some questions you can ask yourself as you reflect over the last year. Here we go. How would you describe this past year in three to five key words? If you had to pick three to five words to describe 2021, how would you describe it? What is the most important lesson you learned this year? What's the most important lesson? One of the lessons I learned this year is that who you surround yourself with matters. That's a lesson I learned this year because I learned there are lifters, people who when you're in their presence, you come away feeling like you could do anything. And there are leaners. We won't talk about the leaners. Surround yourself. With lifters, I learned that lesson this year. What is the best thing that happened to you this year? What's the best thing that happened to you this year? Yeah, for some it might just come right away, this happened to me. For me, it was leaving a job after 21 years of being there and walking away like the youngest person to retire, as they call it, in the company. Hallelujah. That was the best thing that happened to me this year. It was huge for me because I've been believing for that for many years. And so that was huge for me. What challenges did you overcome this year? Key word, you overcame it. You did it. You overcame it. Celebrate and thank God for that. You overcame it. Hallelujah. What new skills did you learn this year? What's something new that you learned? For me, it was the skill of coaching. I decided that I would lean into the coaching lane and started one-on-one coaching. And so I'm learning. I'm I'm a work in progress when it comes to it, but I'm enjoying it. And so what is a new skill that you picked up this year? What fruit of the spirit did you develop and grow in more this year? Was it patience? Does not need to be patience next year on the list? Yeah. Love. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I got some agreement. Joy. I mean, what was it that you developed and grew in? What fruit of the Spirit did you grow in this year? What new habits did you start this year? Were they good habits or bad habits? Now, if you started the habit of eating a large bowl of ice cream every night before you go to bed... Maybe that's a habit that you don't take into 2022 with you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm not giving anything away here. (laughs) You may want to rethink that for 2022. But there could be some new habits that you developed this year that were good habits. And that's good. Maybe come to church, you were here more consistently this year. That's a good habit. What goals did you set and achieve For this year what goals did you set and achieve this year in what area did you develop the most spiritually this year did you see an increase in your love level maybe you were more diligent in your daily devotions with God or in church attendance or in giving maybe this year you surrendered to God in an area that you never did before you let him in to that area What are one or two things that you learned this year from the Word of God? Because we should be learning every day, shouldn't we? But what are one or two things? Sit down and think about those things. Hallelujah. What was your favorite moment this year? If you're like me, you had a lot of favorite moments. What was your favorite moment this year? Hallelujah. How about this? What got in the way of your success this year? If you'll identify it, you'll know when it happens again and it won't stop you the next time. But if you just kind of let it go and not identify it, you'll make that same mistake and it will stop you again the next time. So what, what got in the way of your success? How did you have fun this year? If your answer to this question is, I didn't, you have five days after today to do something fun with your family. <laughs> Come on now. Finish 2021 doing something fun with your family or with yourself if you didn't have fun this year. Children of God have fun. <laughs> Children of God have fun. And so if you didn't do something fun, you need to find something to do with it. Do something fun every single day for the next, count today, six days. Six days of fun for your family. Did you see that movie? There's a movie called Yes Day. Have y'all seen that? (laughs) My granddaughter loves that movie. (laughs) I'm like, oh no, I wouldn't dare do a yes day. (laughs) You give me the list, I'll look at it, and then we'll do the yes day (laughs) based on the list that I narrowed it down to because they would think of some crazy things. I mean, eating all that food in that place, and I'm like, oh no. So, uh, but yeah, have some fun. You don't have to have a yes day, but have a fun day like we're going to say yes to fun. Play some games together. Do some things together. Go out to eat together. Do some fun things. It's important for a family who has fun together, that family won't drift apart. Eat ice cream cream every night this week. (laughs) Just for this week. (laughs) <laughs> my, my brother-in-law came over for uh, Christmas Eve, and he bought his low-carb ice cream. So they, you know, he was the only one that ate it. So they had it with cheesecake or whatever, and we had, like, a lot of desserts. I mean, we had, like, this much food and, like... We bought out the desserts. I'm like, oh, good Lord, we got a lot of desserts. So they leave, and my sister calls, oh, someone forgot their low-carb ice cream. I'm like, oh, it would be safe in our freezer. <laughs> you don't got to worry. You can come back next year, and your ice cream will still be in that freezer. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, have some fun. Do some fun things. Um, you, you don't want to drift apart. Uh, families that don't have fun, that happens. There's a drifting that, that, that takes place, and, and you want to stay together. What would you do differently if you could this year? Looking back on 2021, what have you done? Maybe some conversations that you had that you're like, man, I would have taken more time to, you know, what is it that you uh, would do differently? What did you let go of this year? Maybe you let go of some weight, like pounds and inches, or maybe you let go of some bad habits or some friendships that were not fruitful. Maybe you finally let go of that thought that replayed in your mind years upon years that you weren't good enough or you weren't deserving or you weren't worthy to be, do, or have better than what you have. Maybe you let go of that this year. Hallelujah. How kind were you to yourself this year? How kind were you to others this year? What was one way you impacted someone's life this year? And and Mr. Eric mentioned it. For the teens and, and those of you who serve in this church faithfully, don't discount that service to God because you are impacting this congregation. I was telling Miss Patty that, you know, To her, she came, she decorated, it's a gift she has, and she does it well. Um, I'm like, you don't realize the impact that your decorating had in this church this year. We had a Christmas wedding, and it fit perfectly with the theme of the wedding. Little did we know. (laughs) It was just a blessing to everybody who came. And so we thank God. You don't know how far and how your impact here in this church can go. You don't know. But thank you for serving. And so when you look at your impact, don't count that out. Don't discount it because it counts. It matters. Hallelujah. How did you live by your core values? To answer this question, you've got to know what those things are that you value the most in your life. I've talked about Bible-based values. And so you've got to know those things. How did you live by them? Did you compromise on any of your core beliefs this year? Is there an area in your life where doubt has crept in? This is important. This is important to identify because doubt in your head is one thing. You'll still receive from God if you have some doubt in your head because we all do. But here's the thing. If we'll continue to entertain that doubt and give it a prominent place in our lives, it will settle in to our hearts. And once doubt settles into our hearts, we won't receive from God. You won't be able to receive from God because you can't receive from someone you can't trust. And when doubt settles into your heart, mistrust comes right along with it. And so identify areas of doubt. Don't ignore it. Eric talked about 13 years, his prayer, and and some are like, that's the answer to prayer that you got sent to Iraq? Well, he wanted to do something in service for this country. And so to him, it was an answer to prayer. And so it took 13 years, and sometimes we see things not going the way we desire for it to go. We've prayed, we've believed, we've got to begging, unfortunately, that's what it turns into. Because day after day, we don't see it year after year, and we're like, but I was in faith. No, faith doesn't quit. Faith never quits. You weren't in faith. You are in faith. You stay in faith. Faith is now. (laughs) And so doubt will come in when we start to see the clock hands turn like, well, I thought by this time, I thought by this month, I thought by this year that would happen. And so we let a few dings on the clock and a few pages off the calendar affect our faith, and we start to doubt. And doubt can get into your heart, and once that does, you're in a dangerous place. Because you'll start, you'll start mistrusting the Lord and you won't come out and say, God, this is your fault, but you'll act like it is. You'll act like it is. The final question that I was thinking about, what are you leaving unfinished in 2021? You have a few more days. 2021 is not over yet. We have six days left counting today. Maybe you can't finish whatever that is that is unfinished, but you can make a good start of it in the next six days. And you can go into 2022 with some momentum on that thing. You can go into already, okay, I'm already doing this, already doing this, and you can go into 2022. So once you reflect, you identify where you are, and then you can set your intention for uh, 2022, (laughs) what are you expecting for 2022? Will you be satisfied if 2022 is exactly the same as 2021? Some might say, oh yeah, it was a good year. It was a great year. Will you be satisfied if 2022, spiritually, mentally, physically, socially, will you be satisfied if you are sitting at the end of 2022 and everything is exactly the way it is today. What are you going to bring into 2022 with you? What are you going to leave behind? What are you going to continue doing? What are you going to stop doing? What are you going to say no to in 2022? It's okay to say no. No. I'm learning this. This is a lesson I'm learning. It's okay to say no. No is a good word. <laughs> Amen. Sometimes as Christians, we think we have to say yes to everything. It's okay to say no. What's the thing that doesn't serve you anymore that you need to lay down? What have you outgrown? What area do you want to grow in in 2022? How will you step out of your comfort zone in 2022? Because that's where growth starts, outside of your comfort zone. That's when you start to grow. What do you want to accomplish in 2022? And most importantly, what is God telling you about 2022? If you don't know the answer to this, take the time to sit with him and ask him, Because he has a plan for you in 2022. He has a plan for you. Let's look at Psalm chapter 32 and verse 8. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Your heavenly Father knows you better than anyone else and he knows what the best path is for your life and if you'll let him advise you when you meet with an advisor it requires that you sit down and you do some talking sit down and let him guide your steps when you do that you'll turn around And you'll look back at the path that you've walked and you'll stand amazed at where he's led you. You'll stand amazed at where you're standing when you let God advise you and direct you. You couldn't make it happen if you tried. You'll find yourself sitting at tables and in rooms and talking to people and new opportunities and things that you had, you could never make that happen. But your heavenly Father, your great advisor, can do that for you. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. Let's look there. This is a familiar verse of Scripture for many. It says, Trust in the Lord completely. This is out of the Passion Translation. And do not rely on your own opinions. <laughs> everyone has an opinion today, and now everyone has a free platform so they can tell you said opinion, right? <laughs> we all have opinions. Isn't it wonderful? Mm-hmm. So don't rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him. Who? Who? Heavenly Father, to guide you. And he will lead you in every decision you make. Every decision you make. Glory to God. Did you know you never have to make the wrong decision again in your life? You never have to make the wrong decision. You never have to make a poor choice or a bad decision. And we say, well, uh, I don't know. Pastor Maria, we can't all get it right every time. Well, we know you can't. Be it done according to your faith, right? If that's how we're, what we're going to say, that's what we're going to get. We can go through life and not make a bad decision if we'll get with the one who has our life planned out for us. Amen? Glory to God. But look at the next verse, because God wants to lead us in every decision we make. Verse 6, become intimate with him in whatever you do, and he will lead you wherever you go. Intimacy with God means you spend quality time with him. With him. Not talking about him to others, which we should do. And it's a wonderful thing. We should. That's, our, that's what we're called to do on this earth. But you've got to spend time with him. Get to know him. Sit down with him. And talk to him about the plan that he has for you. Get with him. Let him lead you. As we finish out the last few days of 2021, take time to reflect over this past year, then set your intention and expectation for 2022. Now I asked you, what are you expecting in 2022? But even more important, seek the Lord and inquire of him what his expectation is is for you, for 2022. What is he going to require of you in 2022? We have great expectations, but what is his expectation for us in 2022? If we'll ask him, he'll answer. Jeremiah 33, verse 3. It says, ask me and I will tell you remarkable secrets you do not know about things to come. The voice translation says it this way, call to me and I will answer you. I will tell you of great things, things beyond what you can imagine, things you can never have known. God is not hiding his plan from you. He's not hiding it. It's hidden away, but it's for you. Hidden away for you. That's God's protection for that plan. Ask God and then give him time to show you. He's not going to show you all of it at once. We haven't fully done what he's told us to do so far, have we? Have you fully done all that he's told you to do, completed it all? Okay, next, Lord. I'm waiting for the next thing. No. (laughs) No. We haven't fully done everything he's told us to do. And so as we walk and we do it, he's going to reveal to us the next step. Maybe take that first step. Go ahead and Joyce Meyer say, she said, don't ask God to lead you if you're not willing to move your feet. Right? If I'm not moving my feet, why should he lead me? Why should I ask him for anything more? And so let's do what he's called us to do. Ask God what he is going to require of you in 2022. I can tell you he's warned me about some things in 2022. He's warned me about more distractions that the enemy is going to try to use in 2022. In fact, just the way he's going to do it. And so when I see that happen, I'm going to know. And so get with him. He's going to show you for your life because he knows where you are. I don't know where you are. I only see what I see, but he knows exactly where you are. And so say, you you know where I'm at right now. You know how vulnerable I am. You know how strong I am. You know how weak I am. You know, you know where my mind is at right now. You know all the things that I've had to struggle with. You know the things that I'm doing great in. You know that, Lord. So I'm asking you as my advisor, (laughs) where am I headed for 2020? Help me, Lord. (laughs) Help me. I don't want to make mistakes in 2022. I'm not in fear about it. But you, you can have inside information about what's to come. He's talking to me more about staying focused to what he's called us to do as a church, making sure that we remember our vision our mission and values and that jesus is the head of this church and the source of everything that we need within this body he's reminding me of that i've been reminded about what peter wrote in first peter 5 chapter 9 it says stand firm against him the devil and be strong in your faith remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering that you are. Peter wrote this. The devil is the same here in the US as he is in Africa, in China, in Russia, in Australia, in beautiful Aruba. <laughs> same devil. Can you see where my mind is at? February, I'm coming, Aruba. <laughs> I'm speaking it into existence, Patty. <laughs> He's the same devil. It may be beautiful there. Same devil. Same one. Same plan. Same one. There's nothing new under the sun. And if you're going through something, if you're going through it, rest assured someone else is going through it or has endured it too. Because the devil is no respecter of persons. So resist the devil. This is this is the charge God has given me for 2022. Resist the devil, stand strong against him, give him no place and stand firm in your faith. Hold your position of faith in 2022. Amen. Remember those words. <laughs> the Lord he'll tell you what's required if you'll ask him. And if you're willing to do what he says, you'll finish out 21, 2021 strong and start 2022 even stronger. Amen? Glory to God. One more verse of scripture. Uh, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28 to 31. I was typing this in uh, last night, about 12.07 this morning, I should say. And as I'm typing this, and I'll read it out of a different translation, but if we could put up the new living. Do we have the new living there, Ivan? All right, let's put that up. Let's read that. Have you never heard? Have you never understood the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth? He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. Next verse. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Next one. Even youths will become weak and tired, and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. We've heard this verse many times. I want to read it to you out of the message. It says, don't you know anything? I love the message translation. Haven't you been listening? God doesn't come and go. God lasts. He's creator of all you can see or imagine. He doesn't get tired out. doesn't pause to catch his breath. And he knows everything inside and out. He energizes those who get tired, gives fresh strength to dropouts, for even young people tire and drop out. Young folk in their prime stumble and fall, but those who wait upon God get fresh strength. I receive fresh strength For 2022, they spread their wings and soar like eagles. They run and don't get tired. They walk and don't lag behind like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Hallelujah. I want my life to look like this in 2022. Glory to God. But it talks about where where does this happen? It, it, it happens when I stay in the presence of God, when I stay in constant fellowship with Him, continual fellowship with Him, and brothers and sisters of like precious faith, who you surround yourself with matters. It matters. It really does matter. To God, it matters. And God has put people in your life. He has put your family members. He's put you with the family. I always used to say this when I was young. Now, don't tell mom and dad. They're not here. I know they're watching them. But I've told them this, and you as a teenager probably told your family this too when you got mad at them. I don't know why I was born into this family. Ever tell your mom or dad that? Oh, yeah. In my rebellious days, I would always say that. I don't know why I'm a degrassa. I would always, you know, throw that out there and make sure they knew I wasn't happy, you know, for that couple years. And so uh, as I grew up and got older, I'm like, I am so grateful I was a (laughs) degrassa. I'm so thankful I was born into this family. I love my mom and dad. (laughs) When When you're young, you don't think about that. And so you're put with the family that God has given you, and there's a purpose for it. There's a reason for it. Same applies to your faith family. God has put you in this body, and there's a reason for it. And when you stand before him, he's going to ask you about it. How did you enjoy your faith family? What did you do to bless your faith family, those individuals that I put you with? How did you increase? You know, how did you impact? We're going to stand before God and talk to him about the body that he's joined us to. He's that interested in who he's called us to serve him with. He's interested. And so I'm grateful for each and every one of you that he's called to this body, that he's brought to this body. And I can tell you, there's more that he's called to us, and they're coming. They're coming. I'm excited about 2022. I really am. We've got a lot to do in 2022. (laughs) We've got a lot to do in 2022, and it's going to be a great year. In just a couple weeks, we have some exciting news to share with you, uh, and you're going to be excited about it. I know you are. I'm excited about it. And uh, I know that God has some things uh, for this body that can only be done if we all are together and in one heart and one mind so i'm going to tell you if there's something that in your heart is unsettled about where you're meeting your faith family about i'm not really sure i have questions i don't know if this is the place i need you need to talk to somebody first talk to him and settle it in your heart that he desires for you to be here. We love you. We want everybody to be here. I want all of Dighton to be here, all of Fall River, New Bedford, Berkeley. I want, you know, all your Taunton. I want Westport, Bridgewater, East Bridge. I want everybody to be at this church. But not everybody is called to be at this church. Not everybody is. But there are those who are called that are not here yet. those are the ones who concern me. And so we have a lot of work to do. We have an impact to make in this town. And I can tell you, this town wants us to stay here. When I got before the Lord to seek him, when this transition was taking place, one of the things I wrote down in my notebook was that we have favor with the town officials and with the town and the people of Dighton. And I can tell you after a meeting I had this past week, we have much favor with our town officials and they want us here in Dayton. And they can't wait to see the impact we're going to have in this town. One of the uh, people that we met with said, I'm gonna retire in this position and I can't wait to see what your church does. That's a town official. And so I'm excited about what God has in store for us in 2022. I want you to be excited for it. I want you to do an inventory though and just make sure there's no doubt in your heart or there's no hurt in your heart or there's nothing in your heart that's stopping you from going full, all in with God in this body because that's going to be required of us in 2022. Amen? It's going to be required of us. That's God's expectation for us. If you're a part of this body, we're not doing it without you. (laughs) We ain't doing it without you. You're going to be a part of it. You're going to be a part of it, a big part of it. You're sitting in this room, you're watching us online, you're a part of it. And so I, I know God has an awesome plan for this body in 2022, and I'm excited to see it come. To fruition amen that's our word fruition that means that we are going to have the most fruitful time of our lives in 2022 and we are going to have enjoyment we are going to enjoy the fruit of our labor we are going to enjoy every promise that god has told us that we've been standing in faith for it's our year to see it it's our year to see it it's our year to see it amen stand with me this morning Glory to God. So we reflect, and then from there, we set our intention. So you have a few days to do that this week. Set your intention and your expectation for 2022 and get God involved. He's your advisor, the Holy Spirit, the great advisor, the great helper who has inside information for you, inside information about your life, He knows you better than you know yourself because he created you so get with him we like to ask a lot of other people what do you think i should do what do you think maybe my, my advisor at school maybe you know this person might tell me maybe this person maybe my therapist maybe this ask god take the time and ask your heavenly father he knows and his plan for you is great now if you see a therapist if you have a guidance counselor and all of that they can help you. They can help you. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Just make sure you keep God in the center of that. Amen? Amen. Father, we just thank you for this year. We're so grateful for 2021 and for the things that have taken place in 2021 thus far. We have six more days to go, including today. And I just ask, Father, that you reveal to us the things that you would have us take care of before this year is out, the things that we don't need to bring into 2022 with us and the things that we do need to bring into 2022 with us that maybe we don't have going on right now in our lives. And so reveal that to us. Oh, you precious Holy Spirit, we engage with you and we embrace you this week more than ever. Show us and we will move our feet. We'll do what you ask us to do. I thank you for all that will be accomplished this very week because we'll take the time and we'll reflect and set our expectation for 2022. And we look forward to doing 2022 with you. Greater works will we do in 2022. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Glory to God god bless you all thank you so much for coming thank you for making your supply of the spirit available let you thank you for your service today we appreciate you those participating online we love you and we'll see you soon god bless